Hello everybody, my name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today we're going to be discussing the Gospel Coalition trying to use Barbie to kind of make some feminist criticisms of the church. And this is sort of one of the issues with the Gospel Coalition, one of many issues. And that is they have a lot of articles that are just movie reviews that they really try to shoehorn some sort of theological lesson, some sort of context that the church can learn from when they really just want to write movie reviews, but don't have an outlet that will pay them to write movie reviews. And that's how a lot of these articles read, whether it's by Brett McCracken, who does a lot of these, but the article we're going to talk about today has to do with the movie Barbie. It's not written by Brett McCracken. It's written by a girl, actually, uh, someone who's married into an ax married to an Acts 29 church planter. So there's some indication of, you know, both connected to the Gospel Coalition and Acts 29. We got a little bit of a woke uh, double whammy going on. So we're going to dive into this article by Gospel Coalition. But first, I want to let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering commentary ministry. You can support us over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. That's our Patreon-like system. Uh, we don't use patreon because they censor people and christians and stuff like that so we built our own system otherwise the least you can do is like this video subscribe to the channel to the podcast if you are new so we're going to dive into this gospel coalition article titled christians should welcome the conversations barbie sparks and that's kind of interesting because you're not, I haven't really heard Barbie really sparking any serious conversations. There's kind of been a debate about whether the movie is a contemptuous feminist film or whether it is a feminist self-owned. Now, there have been a couple of movies that are feminist self-owns. I think of Don't Worry Darling is a complete feminist self-owned because it shows how much better life was for women in the 1950s than it is in contemporary society. So I think that Don't Worry Darling was a complete self-own. I think that was an Elizabeth Banks movie, I think. Um, but that had Florence Pugh, I believe, as the star. And also Chris Pine. This is also a star-studded movie in Barbie. It's directed by Greta Gerwig, who they're really trying to tout as this amazing director. I haven't seen Barbie, by the way, but... Uh, I've seen enough reviews to kind of get the gist of it. I'm not sure which side of the spectrum I would land on, whether I would hate the movie or whether I would unironically enjoy Ken so much that it might elevate the movie to maybe a 6 out of 10 for me. I'm not entirely sure, but I do know that the world building in the Barbie uh, movie is terrible, so I'm not sure I would completely enjoy the movie at all based on bad writing and bad world building. But let's dive into this article by Jen Oshman. Uh, I don't think I've read anything else uh, by Jen Oshman over at the Gospel Coalition. So the, this article starts off by uh, giving a, a spoiler-free, to some degree, lay of the land for Barbie and Barbie World. And it definitely seems to... Uh, tout Greg Gerwig as a great director and stuff like that. Uh, and then we get into, you know, talking about the, how the movie addresses uh, feminism and all these other controversial issues. It, is this movie crit critiquing Barbie dolls as good or bad? Or is it 
uh, simply, uh, is it a feminist movie? So it's trying to ask all these questions about the movie that, from my understanding, the movie isn't all that clear on the answers to these questions. Now, again, there are a lot of movies that try to be feminist and fail because, you know, the natural conclusion of the plot is actually a repudiation of the feminism that they tried to entail and integrate into the script. That happens a lot with some of these movies, particularly, you know, the better ones. I mentioned Don't Worry Darling as uh, one of the movies like this. Uh, so the patriarchy is uh, probably where this article gets interesting. One of the most polarizing aspects of Barbie is its portrayal of men. It's true there are no genuinely good or smart male characters pre present, except maybe Alan. Alan, I believe, is played by uh, Michael Sarah. Uh, you gotta love giving him cameos, I guess. As with the toys, Ken is an accessory to Barbie. The Kens in the movie portray what it's like to be identifiable only by one's connection to another person. But to say the film is bad because it makes men look bad is to miss the point of the Ken, point of Ken and the, his Kendom altogether. Gerwig wants us to consider what it's like to live in another shadow, something many women regularly feel even in 2023 it would be simplistic to say that barbie the barbie movie dis disses the patriarchy and exalts the matriarchy it's clear that the movie that in the movie that neither are good for anyone there are dozens more themes worthy of dissection and the absolute proclamations about any of them short circuit the film's invitation to reflect on these issues from multiple angles premature surely proclaiming it's good or it's bad shuts down important conversation conversations about identity and gender and how men and women can live in harmony and even advocate for each other these conversations are certainly needed in culture as christians we should ad admit there are they're also needed in the church and it's kind of interesting that you know i i think as far as the Bible's concerned, which should be our ultimate standard, not what the Barbie movie has to say. And as far as the Bible's concerned, patriarchy is good. Like patriarchy is biblical. It's found in the page. It's found in the Bible. I think a lot of Christians, well-meaning Christians use complementarianism when they're really meaning patriarchy. And I think some people out there use complementarian to soft pedal egalitarian uh, ideologies. So there's a little bit of well-meaningness and then there's a little bit of naivete and bait and switch. And I think we should look to what the Bible says. I think we can look to history. Uh, one thing that's historically pretty much true is that, you know, the matriarchy never built anything. Uh that, that's just a fact. So, with that said, I want to get into the more controversial, problematic section in this article. And it's the part about why Barbie matters for the church. And this paragraph right here is the money line for that. And definitely the, church, the article uh, takes aim at the church. And I would say attacks Christ's bride unfairly. So, let's read this. Uh... Of the 40 million people who say they've stopped going to church over the last 25 years, 10% say they left specifically because of misogyny. So let's pause right there. Uh, you're relying on surveys to tell you why people have stopped going to church. That's very Rick Warney of you. But let's, 
uh, talk about the uh, 10% say they left specifically because of misogyny. Now, this is like a lot of issues. It's like say, hey, you know, the church is too mean to gay people, therefore I left. It's like, really? Is that why you left or is it because you are an unbeliever? Is it because you love your sin? You want to sleep with your girlfriend? Is that... Is it the church being mean to you or is it that you love your sin and that's why you're in unbelief? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc mike rowe here with a radical idea if you want to see more companies make more things in this country buy more things from more companies who make things in this country I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. So the idea of trying to use temporal uh, answers to spiritual questions in this case uh, seriously doesn't work. And again, I'm trying to uh, just make the observation. The idea of, hey, they left because of misogyny. That is a false pretense. We know that's not what's going on in their heart. They left because, you know, uh, there could be a good reason because they weren't getting the gospel preached. You know, the gospel wasn't being preached, so they left that church. Um, that's not what this 10% is. This 10% is we like our sin. We want to rebel against created order. We love... A, uh, killing babies and uh, we don't want to get married and we'd rather sleep around and figure ourselves out in our 20s. That sounds like the real answer uh, that's going on there, but you dress it up as misogyny so you can blame the church. Maybe if the church weren't as patriarchal, these people would still be in the church. And that's not true because if it wasn't this issue, it'd be something else because God is the author of salvation, not whether a church is nice enough. So, uh, more than one leading Christian denomination in the United States is currently embroiled in scandal of widespread sexism and s sexual abuse. Really? Can you name those denominations? 
because even the Southern Baptist Convention, you and I've done the most coverage of the Southern Baptist Convention of all the other denominations, and I've definitely provided coverage of denominations that really no one else is talking about, like you know the LCMS in yesterday's uh, video slash podcast. So uh, the Southern Baptist Convention is kind of a fake narrative. Anyone who looks at the actual data and reads the reports knows that the Southern Baptist Convention is lying about being embroiled in sex abuse because they want to enact a liberal drift in that denomination. It is a scam. Uh, And it would be nice if, you know, the opposition to the scam would actually, you know, argue against the scam, but they don't. They just say that they can be more fiscally responsible with the scam that will enrich lawyers. So that's what's going on in the SBC. But what denomination are they talking about? More than, okay, so I read that. Anecdotally, women in ministry across the nation will tell you they struggle to know how to function in the church because they've been dis- discipled, inadvertently or not, to see themselves as threats, temptresses, or less than their male counterparts. We feel at once too much and not enough. It may be therapeutic for one of us to write and share a replica of American Ferreira's fiery monologue, but for women in ministry. I have no idea what that reference is. The Barbie movie invites a conversation about our identities, both as individuals and as men and women together. We Christians have the tools to engage this conversation both inside the church and out there in the world. But will we? Because we've watched Barbie, so we have the stuff out in the world to engage uh, this conversation. Is that really the logic we're going with? Are we willing to think deeply, listen patiently, and share honestly? Now, again, I don't know of any serious conversation being had because of the Barbie movie. Now, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, I've heard some serious conversations result in, and uh, but not Barbie. There's a significant thread throughout the Barbie movie that ponders creation and creator, the relationship between Adam and Eve, and all the question and the question of all questions: What are we made for? Spiritual and anthropological questions abound in the film, but answers are hard to come by. Perhaps it is a testament to our all over the place cultural confusion on these topics that Barbie has sparked such a multitude of sometimes contradictory interpretations. It is a culture grappling for solid handles to approach the slippery questions of identity. It's no wonder the meaning of Barbie, like the toys we used to play make-believe with, is essentially whatever the viewer wants it to be. Without God and the scriptures guiding the way, questions of human identity, including gender and purpose, default to subjectivity. Now, again, I don't know. I think this is a weak place to start with because so many churches are trying to do this nonsense. This is the time of year in the megachurch liturgical calendar where all these churches are going to be doing at the movies. Uh, We talked about Seacoast doing that last week. A bunch of other churches are in on it. I believe Craig Rochelle of Life.Church is like the spearhead of this. But all these churches are doing at the movies They're trying to relate movies to the Bible, movies to Christianity, and it's not how people get saved. People get saved by the preaching of the word. 
the hearing and presentation of the gospel, letting the Bible speak, uh, because the Bible is the word of God, and letting the Holy Spirit do the work. But instead, all these megachurches want to put on a show, they want to entertain the goats, and they want to talk movies when they're kind of untalented at talking movies. So, anyway, that that's the broader context of what's going on in the culture, or in megachurch culture, that is. And this article by Jen Oshman is really just, in some ways, in written form to a different audience. Like, uh, the Gospel Coalition isn't necessarily marketed to the Craig Rochelle types, but it is definitely marketed to the Tim Keller types. So we're getting a lot of the same nonsense. Uh, and I would say this article also attacks the church by not, you know, people left the church because they love their sin, not because the church was misogynistic. So we got to be clear about that as well. Uh, but whereas this the movie, and this is what they think is their money line, falls short in giving clear answers to massive questions about life and gender, Christians should not. We all we know the God who made us and died for us to save us. We know that what humans are made for. We know both men and women are very good and both men and women need each other we have god's spirit and god's word to enable us to be on mission together rather than slipping into sex segregation and suspicion that comes so easily to the, in the flesh let us stand by side by side eager to honor and advocate for one another let us resist the church versions of barbie land and kingdom uh, where men and women are pitted against each other let's resist too fast and too easy answers to complicated questions Listen to one another. Let's listen to one another. Let's behave as the siblings were meant to be. So, again, kind of a milk toast ending there. But, like I said, the Gospel Coalition, they just want to write... Some of these articles just want to be movie reviews, but they're not willing to just say, hey, this is a movie review. Instead, they really try to shoehorn in some message for the church to be found in a movie that really can't speak to the church because it's frankly... Not smart enough to. That's why there's so much confusion on what the movie means. Because a lot of times, you're, you're not exactly Christopher Nolan in Inception here. You're a lot closer to Jordan Peele and us. Or a not good South Park episode. So, anyway, that's all I got to say about that episode. My name is Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. If you enjoyed uh, this, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe on your way out. Let me know what you think about what I think. And have a blessed day. We will catch you on the next one.